Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The only coach to lead the St. Louis Blues to a Stanley Cup? Fired. What we're learning about the decision to part ways with Craig Berube. St. Louis County budget is cut by $14 million. We're going to tell you what led to the controversial decision and how County Executive Sam Page says this will impact those living in the area. Plus, the St. Louis Public Library is planning the best day for Swifties. Uh, They're celebrating pop icon Taylor Swift's birthday in style. (laughs) She's cheer captain. I'm in the bleachers. Good morning on this Wednesday, December 13th. You're watching the Power 2 at 6 a.m. I'm Ty Hawkins. I'm Margie (laughs) Ellis. I want to take you outside this morning. Check this out. Bomberito Automotive Group Skyfox giving us this beautiful view over the Anheuser-Busch Brewery lights. This by way is the 38th year for the holiday tradition. The event runs Thursday through Sunday. It includes a nightly parade. You can find a link for tickets on fox2now.com. Wow, looking great this morning. St. Louis does Christmas right. Yes, they do. No question. So much to do, so much to see, so little time. And weather can be a factor as well. We bring in meteorologist yeah, Angela yeah. for a look at the weather. And good day to get out and yeah. see some Christmas it, lights. It will be a great evening for it because temperatures won't be too cold. Mm-hmm. We don't have any rain to worry about. You know, sometimes you get those really frigid nights and of course that was the night you planned to go out with your family but tonight would be a good one for that getting up this morning we're actually up a degree right now up to 36 degrees at lambert airport we have clouds but no rain out there this morning so at the bus stop expect it to be cold yes hanging around the freezing point Clies, skies will clear though through the day and later on we'll get into the upper 40s still above average it's a little cooler than yesterday let's get to calista Well, Angela, I've got good news for you. We have no accidents on our roadways at the 6 o'clock hour. The only place I've been seeing some slowdown is going to be 70 moving past Grand in the city. But as you can see, it's not causing too much concern as of right now. Now, what could cause concern later this morning is going to be this 44 east to 55 north split. The bridge maintenance uh, is going on from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. So be aware this is going on later today. But generally speaking, take a look at 44 at that 64-55 split. Things moving along just fine now for our people heading over the waterways this morning again clock the commute looking good this morning no problems as far as that's concerned margie thank you calista big news this morning rocking the st louis sports landscape the blues have fired head coach craig baruby that news coming down late last night after the blues latest loss this time to the detroit red wings the power of two's chris renier live downtown this morning with what we're learning chris Hi, Margie. Good morning to both of you. You know, with this all unfolding so late last night, many Blues fans could be hearing this for the first time as they wake up this morning about Barubi. We are just outside of the Enterprise Center. This is where Barubi coached what turned out to be his final game as the Blues head coach last night. Blues general manager Doug Armstrong making the announcement about Barubi being fired. Take a look at video of Barubi during last night's game. The Blues getting out to a 1-0 lead, but the game was knotted at 3 after the second period. Then in the third period, the Blues gave up three goals to lose 6-4. The loss was the Blues' season-worst fourth straight loss in a row. The note now below 500 at 13-14-1. Barubi himself saying before the game that this season has been a struggle. Despite his firing, Barubi has a huge place in St. Louis Blues history. 
He took over for Mike Yo in November of 2018 when the Blues were really struggling. In fact, they were dead last in points at that point. But then he turned the team around, leading the Blues to their first and only Stanley Cup in that same season. The Blues defeating the Boston Bruins in that incredible Game 7 in Boston. Berube led the Blues to playoff appearances since winning the Cup, but the Blues did not make the playoffs last year, and there are certainly questions about the team this season. Andy Strickland, the Blues reporter for Bally Sports, posting on X, formerly Twitter. Craig Berube is a great man and will land on his feet quickly. Will always be revered in this town for leading the St. Louis Blues to their first Stanley Cup. But obvious things have been trending in the wrong direction. Doug Armstrong hasn't hesitated in the past and isn't now. The Blues have named Drew Bannister as the team's interim head coach. He had been the head coach for the Springfield Thunderbirds. That is the American Hockey League affiliate for the St. Louis Blues. Armstrong, according to our post-dispatch partners, will address the media later this morning. And the Blues' next game is tomorrow night here at the Enterprise Center against the Ottawa Senators. And we understand Bannister will be the head coach, the interim head coach for that game. For now, live downtown, I'm Chris Fournier. Thank you, Chris. More reactions to Berube's firing pouring in this morning. 101 ESPN radio broadcaster Chris Kerber posted this statement on his ex account. Craig Berube is one of the best coaches slash people I've had the pleasure of working with slash around in my 30 years of broadcasting pro hockey. The respect and understanding he showed everyone in the organization was true leadership. Forever a champion and wish him nothing but the best moving forward. St. Louis County Council approves cutting the budget by $14 million. We have the power of choose Laura Simon live in Clayton with a closer look at the dramatic turn of events. Good morning, Laura. Good morning to you, Margie. Good morning, everyone. This action was apparently needed in order to tackle the county's $27 million budget deficit. And County Executive Sam Page says this does come with some repercussions as it will stall the new senior property tax uh, cuts as tax freeze, I should say, and it will also lead to layoffs. So a lot of controversy surrounding this vote last night, but the St. Louis County Council did vote in favor of the $14 million budget cuts yesterday following Page's stark warning that these reductions could have far-reaching effects. And according to our partners at the Post-Dispatch this morning, these budget cuts amount to approximately 2% of the county's overall budget and are seen by some as an effort to reverse a trend of overspending that could deplete the county's savings in the coming years. Council member Mark Harder called Page's comments earmongering. He argues these cuts are modest and necessary in order to maintain fiscal responsibility within the county. Council Chair Shalonda Webb says there's no reason for the senior tax freeze to be put on hold, though. The county council also rejected a proposal by the county executive to raise property taxes by about four cents per $100 assessed value. The potential effects of these budget cuts are widespread. They include a reduction in public works funding, which could impact road maintenance, snow clearance, and abandoned property management. And additionally, cuts to the county counselor's office may impact legal issues concerning problem properties. 
Just how exactly these cuts will be implemented is still TBD. There are a couple of options on the table up for discussion at this point in time, but we are finding out the largest cut would come to the public health department with an $8.2 million budget cut there. Reporting live in Clayton this morning, I'm Laura Simon. Thank you, Laura. Multiple fights break out in McClure High School. The ferguson Florison School District says the fights all stemmed from one original fight. Police were called to the building yesterday to assist in breaking up the fights. The district says once police were called, they were able to contain the situation and dismiss students as normal. They say nine students were involved. We have a Fox Files follow-up for you this morning. St. Louis Alderman will discuss overdoses and inmate deaths at the City Justice Center today. Public Safety Committee Chairman Brett Narayan promises Fox Files investigators that the city would look into the issue. Earlier this month, the Fox Files uncovered that the city had not been tracking overdose incidents at the jail. That is something they are now doing. A new crime-fighting effort will be taking flight in South St. Louis, SMS novel films of Washington, D.C., they're out of that area, and they've chosen the Gravoy Park neighborhood in St. Louis, along with Memphis and Los Angeles, to test a drone monitoring program with the goal of deterring crime. Residents will be able to tap into a live stream feed from the drones for free from 2 in the afternoon until 6 in the evening over a two-week period starting in January. Now, after the test period, we're told people will be able to book the drones on demand for $60 to $125 an hour. Well, Missouri Senator Josh Hawley forces a vote to delay the Senate's final passage of the new National Defense Authorization Act. This comes after the Radiation Exposure Compensation Act was removed. The senator says those impacted in our area from the Manhattan Project need to be cared for. Hawley shared stories of children and families affected by this and dozens contracting diseases. Hawley says the government needs to help them. After the Manhattan Project was concluded, the federal government didn't clean up the waste. No, the federal government allowed nuclear waste to sit out in barrels right near a stream that runs along schools, that runs alongside suburbs, that cuts right through the heart of the city. The federal government dumped nuclear waste into a public landfill. Then it dumped the nuclear waste into a second landfill. Then it dumped it into an area in the downtown part of the city. Holly says he will continue to work to stall the passage of the new NDAA. From our Missouri Capitol Bureau, the state is investing millions of dollars into a maternal mortality prevention plan. In a recent report from the state, an average of more than 60 women die while pregnant or within one year of pregnancy. Those in the medical field say nearly 85% of those deaths were preventable. Governor Mike Parson is now going to ask lawmakers to approve $4.3 million to pay for the new maternal mortality plan. We've got to raise the standard, the minimum standard of quality, and ensure that every single woman, preconception, during pregnancy, and postpartum has access to quality health care services. The plan includes creating protocols for maternal health care, a postpartum care plan assessing depression, and training maternal care providers on trauma and behavioral health care screenings. Happening today, the Route D corridor takes center stage as MoDOT asks for your input. Yeah, they want you to identify some safety concerns there. Some include aging pavement, traffic signals, problems for pedestrians, and drainage improvements. That meeting starts at 4 today. It's at the Midwest Bank Center on Page Avenue. A new St. Charles business is offering you a chance to eat some tasty food and enjoy some fun games. Chicken and Pickle has opened up its new location on South Main Street near the Missouri River. The Entertainment Center has a restaurant, plus pickleball court, sports bar, plenty of yard games. The property is made of nearly 77,000 square feet. 
and has opened up roughly 150 new jobs. Chicken and Pickle is one of the fastest growing restaurants in the country. St. Charles is hosting its ninth location. Are you ready for it? Today <laughs> yes. is Taylor Swift's 34th birthday. Right, very exciting. And for the first time, the St. Louis Public Library is joining the birthday celebrations in style, of course. TaylorCon, that's what they're calling it. It kicks off today at noon, where you can shake it off at the Meet Us at Midday <laughs> Dance Party. Can you tell our producers a big Taylor Swift fan? Activities for lovers, all things Taylor Swift, continues until 7.30 tonight. There will be plenty to make Swifties' wildest dreams come true. How many more can you get in here, Avery? <laughs> Including music, games, crafts, and cosplay. You get the chance to create your own Taylor Swift tote bag, friendship bracelet or poster, or even write a fan letter to Taylor. All happening at the St. Louis Public Library on Olive Street. The library does want to point out, though, Taylor Swift herself will likely not be there for the party. Not going to be there today. Unless she surprises everybody. It could happen. That was mm -hmm. some of the best literature I've seen from Right? Uh, right that was very there. good. Well done, Got a lot Avery. of songs in there.